Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Today, I wanna talk about something near and dear to my heart, which is right idea, wrong timing. Uh, So, (laughs) how many times has this happened to you? Um, I'm gonna give you a few examples of times in my life where there was a right idea, but maybe it was the wrong time. But because of that thought, I want you to think about maybe some things in your life where you actually had the right idea, but maybe it wasn't the right time. And why am I sharing this with you? Because guess what? What was 2020? To me, it was, you know, yay, new decade, right idea. Terrible time. Terrible time. But here's the thing how many lessons, how many things came out of this that maybe some of the great ideas that you've had in the past are now worth willing to try? So I'm going to give you personal examples. Uh, The first one being that I worked for Singular at one point, and I'm showing my age by telling you I worked for Singular. It is now ATT Mobility. And I loved that job. Oh my goodness, I loved it. It was fast paced. And I want to tell you what was so fun about it. I worked for Singular in 2006. So in 2006, if you know this or remember this, that was the height of the razor. So anyone have a razor? Remember the razor? It's basically just a flip phone that you called people on. Texting was still something people didn't do a whole lot of. This device was definitely not text friendly. You had to click on like the one for, you know, ABC type of thing. So yeah, not fun. I don't even think it had a camera. And if it did, it was super grainy because people just weren't using it for that. So that was 2006. That's not that long ago. That was 14 years ago, almost 15 years ago. Um, And it's amazing how far we've come in technology. I'm not going to tell you about the Razer anymore because you know the Razer, but that was the phone that was the end thing. Now, the other device that was the end thing in the business world was the BlackBerry that was actually created by Research in Motion. Most of us know it as REM, and they actually renamed their company BlackBerry because the BlackBerry was so popular in the business world. If you were in the business world at this time, you had a BlackBerry. Everybody had a BlackBerry. These were pretty basic as well. Uh, Not taking pictures. You might have had a camera, but again, super grainy. But you could email people wherever you were. It was amazing. You could look at your calendar. I'm laughing because I remember getting one and thinking that I had just won the lottery. This was amazing. I I could be working from anywhere. Uh, greatest, worst invention, potentially. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, 
The reason I'm sharing this story with you is because BlackBerry came to us, singular, and said, these are going to be all the rage. These are going to be what soccer moms carry. That's what they, this was their pitch to us. This is the wave of the future. And we were leery, especially me. I was like, no way, no soccer mom's going to care for this. Um, Okay, I was wrong, one first, but so was BlackBerry. Why was BlackBerry wrong? Well, one, soccer moms weren't ready for this in 2006 or 2007 or really 2008. And you know what happened in 2007-ish, I believe it was? was what they were ready for, which was the iPhone. So BlackBerry was wrong uh, by their timing, and they really didn't tee up the market as well as iPhone did, obviously. Um, You know, Apple's just masterful at doing that. The simplicity of what the iPhone put out was also really incredible. I'm not gonna get into any of those things. If you can tell, I love tech. But BlackBerry was wrong with their timing and their idea was right, but they didn't really leave themselves open enough to new ideas, new thoughts, new experiences, and launch at a really good time. BlackBerry basically doesn't exist anymore. It's a very sad tale. Uh, At one point in my career later on, I ended up working with several ex-BlackBerry people. Amazing. Oh my goodness. They they really did hire the best and the brightest at one point. And these people that I got the chance to work with were amazing. It was just really sad how the company stopped growing. It saw an opportunity and just marched down the path without really seeing where the market was, which it was not ready for what they were saying. And really not taking in new ideas and thought processes. Like it's either on my way or the highway, right? So why am I sharing this with you? Because I really believe that you and I have many amazing ideas, many amazing things up our sleeves that maybe didn't work in 2010. Maybe they didn't work in 2015. Y'all, it is almost 2021, and maybe it's time for that new idea because you have more experience. Now, when has this served me? When has this actually worked, what I'm talking about? Well, I'm a business owner. I have been. I left full-time, left corporate world, became a full-time entrepreneur in April of 2017. So I'm going to go back to... 2006, Emily. You did not want 2006, Emily, running a business. She did not know her beep from a hole in the ground, is what I'm going to say there. And I needed those 11 years of experience to become a business owner in 2017. I wasn't ready in 2007. I wasn't ready in 2008. I kept getting these ideas, though, about what I wanted in the world. I remember in 2010, I was commuting um, about four hours a day in the car. I'm serious. Two hours one way, two hours another. I listened to a lot of 
books on CD at that point, um, which doesn't even really exist as much anymore because we all have everything on our smartphones. How weird, full circle moment from what I was talking about earlier. Anyway, I spent a lot of time in the car and I saw so much road rage. I live in Atlanta, so wow, lots of road rage, lots of sitting in traffic. I don't care what time you leave work, you're going to hit traffic somewhere. It is one of the worst places for traffic in the world. I think it's eighth in the world. Really bad. So that's actually why I listen to either books on CD, a lot of personal development, a lot of you know, novels even, just to keep my mind interested in something because the road was grueling. But my head kept going back to these people that I would see, you know, whoever's honking the loudest, just, you know, coming out of the the car, just pissed, right? I know you know these people, you've seen them. They're shooting birds at people, They're, they're yelling behind the wheel, And my head would always go to, where did they just come from? What is going on in their life? Or where are they going that is so horrible that they can't see straight from this rage? Because I highly doubt that somebody's driving really gets somebody that unglued. It's got to be circumstances in your life. And I started thinking about, I had... In 2010, it started a new job that was phenomenal. It was the basically the breeding ground for me opening my own business. I was so filled at work. It was such an amazing place to work. And it really did catapult me into this. So I was, again, happy. Like, I know I was on the road for four hours a day, which was insane. But I loved what I was doing. Oh, my goodness, I loved it. And I just thought, these people clearly hate their life. Something is not working for them. Maybe it's their marriage. Maybe it's their job. I like to think, though, that a lot of it's their job because we do spend so much time at work. And then the seed was planted. So in 2010, the seed was planted. What if everybody loved what they did? What if everybody found their purpose? Wouldn't that be phenomenal? If everybody was living their purpose, I really doubt there would be road rage. I think there would be a lot more, oh, it's okay, go ahead of me. Oh, it's okay, I'll wait a little bit, I'm fine. Because I am so freaking happy. And to this day, my head is always thinking about road rage, which is so strange, but that's my goal. That is my end game is really for every person on earth to find their purpose. Because when they do, a lot of the aggressiveness that we see these days will evaporate. It will cease to exist. Now, in 2010, I had no idea what this looked like. I had no intention of opening my own business. But the idea was there. The seed had been planted. And so over time, little things started to come. I I started managing a team and I was horrible at this. So horrible at it. Great experience though. Learned so much about candor. Radical candor is incredibly important. Setting boundaries is important. I learned so, so much, which has also helped me in my business. And I will tell you that the people that worked with me and for me, I don't even like saying for me. I always like to say with me. They taught me so much. 
And they helped me see, oh my gosh, I know how to end road rage. Strange, right? Yeah. So Market Me was born. My business was born. And I have helped almost a thousand people find what they love in their life and put it in their work. As far as I know, my clients do not suffer from road rage, which makes me so happy. Um, The offshoot, the effect, right? Uh, But I don't think that's your goal. And it doesn't have to be. But I know you have something burning in you. I know that something is going to change for you. And you're going to be the changer. You're going to be the world changer. You're going to be the game changer. So what I want you to think about is, what's that idea that you've had? The soccer moms having the smartphones. Ending road rage. Making more money for your family. That thought, that idea, that course, that thing. What is it? Because you, my friend, are the next smartphone. You are the next big thing. Look at everything that you've done this year. If you are listening to that, that means you are living and breathing. Your heart is beating. You made it. You made it. What are you going to do with everything you learned this year? Because my hope and dream for you is that you're going to go big. Because you realize that being scared is no longer worth it. You're going to take that idea that you've had that's been burning in you and you're going to run with it. Now, if that means that you want to leave the current company you're at and go work for another company, I want you to join my Market Me program. Go to the waitlist in the show notes and get yourself in there. If you have a different dream, though, go for it. Do it. Because two things will happen. You will instantly be successful. Or you'll learn a whole, whole lot and you'll be successful in time. That's it. Those are the two options. That's what will happen. I want 2021 to be your year where your idea explodes. Did you love what you heard today? And you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.